Ow! You threw off my groove! I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Poison, the poison for Cusco. The poison chosen specially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister... Christian Allgaier. And we talk all things Disney, uh, the... Uh, parks, the movies, the video games, even the Broadway plays, as you'll see today. And um, I guess we'll start with a would you rather, instead of a uh, question here at the beginning, these are would you rather questions. Um, what's the name of the book that they're coming from there? Oh, these are coming from, it says Disney Emoji Questions and Quizzes to Disneyfy Your World. So, Lucas, my eight-year-old son, just bought this book the other day, and he's obsessed with filling it out right now, but it has, like, would-you-rather questions and little puzzles, like, where you have to figure out the the movie that they're talking about based on the emojis mm-hmm. that they put together oh, okay. and um, just different kind of questions types of things, but it's kind of cute, you know? And, and as he said, this book will be good because we'll want to watch older movies with you now. Because, like, <laughs> some of them they don't know. So, it's funny. Hey, you know what maybe we should do is maybe on the Facebook page, maybe we should put some of those emojis out there and see if people can guess. I was thinking about that. Because um, they actually, yeah. surpri- the kids actually surprised me with the ones that they knew. So. All right. Yeah. So, um, I guess uh, you have the book. So, if you just want to ask the would you rather, and then I can give my answer, and then you can give yours sure. after that. All right. Would you rather battle Scar or Maleficent? Scar. Maleficent. That's what Lucas is a witch, (laughs) and she can turn into a dragon. I'd rather take my chances with a lion. Think I have a better chance. That's true. um, Fighting a lion. Um. I'm I'm going with Scar too because I feel like she's huge. You know, like when she turn once she turns into her dragon, I don't know how you're supposed to. (laughs) Well, let me her. tell you, I've, I fought her before in Kingdom Hearts as a dragon, mm-hmm. right? That was tough. I did it. I did it. But I'd, I'd say Scar probably yeah. be easier. I'd have to agree. Because she can also then spit fire as a dragon. Not only is she huge, but... Yeah. And then if you lose, you end up like Sleeping Beauty. Just comatose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather go on a date with Gaston or Hans? Gaston. Um, you know, cause nobody, you know, fights like Gaston, <laughs> you know, so I'd say Gaston be, um, he'd protect me. He'd protect me. Hans is a backstabber. Yeah. Gaston only wanted, you know, Gaston wanted Belle because he, he liked Belle, uh, even if it was superficially, but Hans, uh, only wanted Anna to become right, king. Right. He had like, ulterior he motives. Exactly, exactly. I was going to say, I was going to say Gaston for the same reason. Like, I mean, yeah, he did gather all those people to go after the beast, but. So he's convincing. Yeah. There you go. He <laughs> is very well spoken. 
But I, yeah, I don't see his, you know, he didn't then turn against Belle in a sense. He was not really turning against her per se, whereas Hans was putting all of those people that he got close to and, you know, taking them out to get what he wanted. Exactly. Yeah, he only Way cared selfish, about... I guess you could say. Way more selfish. Because because he had all those brothers, he only cared about getting the throne because it was the easiest way for him to get a throne because he was like right, eighth in right. line or something. There you go. People didn't think they'd get deep answers in this, but we got them. Would you rather be trapped on a deserted island with Stitch or Maui? Maui. Okay, why? I think Maui would be more entertaining. Uh, Maui can take care of you and take care of himself. Stitch, um, I feel like he'd be like a pet where you have to kind of... Like, take care of him. Even though he has, like, four arms. See, and he's an alien. Yeah. See, I was going to say Stitch for the reason that, like, I thought he would be more entertaining. Oh, okay. But can you really understand him? I think... No, but I think <laughs> Maui would drive me crazy <laughs> with his, like... You know, he's very into himself. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would annoy me. But I was going to say Lucas chose Hans on the other question. Oh, and he chose Stitch on this one. I do not know his reasonings. I do not think they're as deep as ours. <laughs> no, at that but, age, it's probably like, ah, oh, that one's a cooler person. Or maybe he knew yeah. Hans more He knows more than he knows Gaston, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, would you rather go on an adventure with Rapunzel or Ariel? Ariel. Okay, why? Because I like See, Ariel more me. than Rapunzel. No deep answer, just simple. She's got thingamabobs and... <laughs> a plenty. Yeah. And who's a what what is the other one? Who's it's and what's it's galore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh crap, now I can't think of what it is. So um Yeah, no, she's Lucas cool is... and we can go under the sea tank I mean like Rapunzel, she can really only take you up her tower and, and back down. Or anywhere else where she could use her long hair. I guess but you have like I don't know. You have she, okay, here's another one. Um another reason. Uh, I say that because uh, Ariel only has a protective dad, right? But he's not mm-hmm. evil, so you know, like you can you can kind of like get to know him and stuff like that. Oh, not like uh, not like Mother the... Gothel. No, no, no. Yeah. She would want you dead. So, um, yeah, I take my chances with Ariel going under the sea. You know, uh-huh. everywhere so is better. I... It's always better down where it's wetter. So I have to. I would say Rapunzel. But mine's really short and sweet and simple. I don't know. I just think she's more entertaining, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But Lucas also said Rapunzel. Ah. All right. Would you rather be trapped in Wonderland or the Cave of Wonders? Do you know what the Cave of Wonders is? Do I? Yes. Okay. Aladdin's one of my favorite movies. How would I not know what the Cave of Wonders is? I don't know. I was just checking. I mean, I was kind of more or less saying, like, I don't know. I guess, should I explain to other people in case they didn't know what the Cave of Wonders was? But you kind of just said it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to have to go Wonderland on this one. Yeah, I'm going to agree because the Cave of Wonders seems like... Dangerous? Why would you... Yeah, why would you ever choose <laughs> that one? I guess it, it kind of comes down to... If you're greedy, you might choose Cave of Wonders to go get that treasure and think, mm, I can get true. out of there in time. I can, that's true. I can do all of that. Um, but yeah, Cave of Wonders is a little dangerous. It closes in on you. 
Um, if you if Aladdin wasn't lucky enough where he made friends with the magic carpet, um, you know, or had a magic carpet, he found it in there, right? So, I mean, if he didn't have a magic mm-hmm. carpet, you know, he probably wouldn't have made it out of there. So, I'd say Wonderland, obviously. Yeah, and I guess Wonderland also is just, um, it's... It's more exciting, fun. Yeah, I mean, you have to watch out for the queen. But I think... Yeah, but... I think having some tea with, um, with Mad Hatter and Mark Chair would be pretty fun, so... You could celebrate your own birthday with them. Yeah, I was gonna say there's definitely more fun to be had there. Less... Less scary. (laughs) Definitely. All right, so those are those five. All right, we we'll can the do other the other five, five for at the end. the end if you want. Yeah, okay. yeah. So then we'll have five more at the end there. All right, and we'll jump over to. I guess. Hold on. Did you, did you do anything special like Disney related this week? We can talk about that too before we get into news. Mm, other than we watched Wally on Friday night. That was there. It. You go. <laughs> watched Wally on Friday. Yep, and Lucas said Lucas picked it out. We actually watched it Friday and Saturday morning. Oh wow! Yeah, well, Nathan fell asleep, so he wanted to finish watching it. I'm trying to think if I did anything special Disney this past week. Uh, I know I started a new playthrough of Pokemon, and it's not Disney, but I'm naming all of my Pokemon, nicknaming them all after Disney characters this time. So uh, that's something I'm doing that's Disney related, and I was also. We'll talk about something else I was doing Disney related later on that is part for the podcast. But um, we um, also are renew- we're getting ready to renew our annual pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, I don't think I did much. I mean, other than like you know, we were wedding planning. So today we we picked out some cake. We picked out our. Um, uh, it's going to be a Disney cake, so we are picking out you know stuff that is going to be on the cake. Um, and Disney theme there. So that's something Disney I did this week, too. All right, so I guess we'll just jump right over to the news. Extra, extra, read all about it! All right, so our first bit of news here is uh, Frozen on Broadway is premiering four new songs that are not from the film in the next four weeks. Starting February 23rd, one day after performances begin at the St. James Theater in New York, Frozen on Broadway will begin releasing four brand new songs, one new song every Friday for four weeks. They're both written by the Lopez's who did the songs for the film. It's two solos for Elsa, and a duet between Anna and Kristoff, and a solo for Anna. Um, Frozen on Broadway is written by Jennifer Lee, who wrote and directed the 2013 film, um, and features a Tony, Oscar, Grammy, and Emmy-winning creative team. Tickets are available now through December 30th. So that's our first bit of news here. Um... Here's a cool bit of news if you are somebody from New England or Pennsylvania, um, any of the New England states, which include Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island, and Connecticut, you can book a Champions package at the Swan and Dolphin 
Um, it includes a $100 dining credit that can be used at any of the restaurants at either hotel. And a complimentary room upgrade. Uh, so it's a three-night stay and is eligible for stays through December 24th if your team wins the Super Bowl. So whoever wins the Super Bowl, people of that state get this champion's deal at Swan and Dolphin. So, a little more incentive, if you, even if you don't watch football, hmm. um, might be a little more incentive to watch football uh, if you're in Pennsylvania or in any of those New England states, um, if you're a Disney fan, and see if you're going to be able to be eligible for any of these uh, packages here. Um, and you just mentioned champs for anything pertaining to the special offer if you call and book or follow the link. So champs, C-H-A-M-P-S. So that is a, um, and uh, it's an exclusive deal just at Swan and Dolphin. So I've never stayed there. So if you never stayed there, even though it's not a technical Disney resort, it is owned by another company. If you never stayed there and you're thinking of going down between now and, well, between Super Bowl Sunday and December of this year, you know, you have um, a good deal there for you. You get a complimentary room upgrade. I've heard good things about that um, hotel. Our friends actually stay there, have stayed there quite a bit. And I think they must have some kind of deal. Like if you stay so many times or something, you get a night free. Something to look into because I just know that she was looking at, they actually just went up this weekend and... um they were looking at different hotels to stay at. She was looking at Old Key West, I think, but she said that basically if she stayed this time at Swan and Dolphin, then she would have another night free the next time. So they just did that. Oh, wow. I've never stayed there, but I have been inside of Swan and Dolphin. Me and my pals, uh, Logan and Rich, when we were on program, uh, they had the baseball winter meetings there, you know, where they do some trades and sign players, all that kind of stuff that... That all 30 um, MLB teams met there and, you know, like their executives and all that stuff. Um, ESPN was filming live stuff from there, MLB Network. So we were walking around and we saw, like, famous baseball players. We saw, I even saw the Masson uh, Orioles Rakubaku walk right by me. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I know who that is. He's not, like, nationally famous, but, you know, he's famous in my area. Um so that was cool, and we got to walk over from, we walked from Boardwalk over there, and you just got to walk around while all these people are filming stuff, and you could see, like, executives. We even overheard stuff about, like, what other executives were saying about other people as we were walking by and stuff, and I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Um, and this year, they just had it there again. I'm not sure if it was at Swan and Dolphin this time, but they had it in Disney. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Um, hotel... Um, the dolphin doesn't really look like a dolphin for me, though. But other than that, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get a good deal, why not? Agreed. All right. So uh, also we got here March Magic Hall of Fame limited release shirts are available on shopdisney.com. Um, so these are four teams that they've had in previous March Magic years, and you can get new shirts with them through February 1st. So... They're, they're really limited. Um, they have Team Skippers for Jungle Cruise. They have uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel Bellhops. Uh, Dream Finders. Uh, the, what's the... 
Yeah, just Dream Finders. It doesn't have like a place in front of it, I don't think. And they also have the Cannonballs, which is Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, these are Raglan tees, you know, like the softball type tees. And they are, um, uh, these are teams that will not participate in this year's um, tournament. And they are retired from the tournament. So they're not going to be using, uh, I guess, in any of these future tournaments. Or at least they're not going to be in this year's. But, uh, oh, it's Imagination Institute Dreamfinders. Um, so yeah, if you like Raglan Tees, um, and they have the logos for March Magic. Which I was thinking, we're probably going to follow March Magic pretty heavily here. Because uh, that's pretty cool. I like voting for it. And I think being able to announce, you know, like how it, you know, how it's going for each attraction and stuff would be pretty cool. Because um, I missed most of it last year just because it kind of like passed by me pretty quick. But I think uh, having a podcast, you know, I can kind of keep up on it. But yeah, I always love when Disney does their March Magic. I've bought shirts from there before. I have the Dino Institute, um, uh, the Dino Institute one. I have um, uh, Splash Mountain, and I have a Liberty Square one. So we got some new concept uh, art for Toy Story Land. Looks pretty cool too. I don't know if they like photoshopped these actors into it, but they look real. They look really real. Like, it looks like it looks pretty good. Um, I think they did. I think they like photoshopped people in there. Um, so it shows guests entering the land uh, past the uh, sign that says Toy Story Land with Woody tipping his hat. Um, you you can see Jesse and Rex uh, on the Slinky ride, like you know how they're they're on blocks. Like uh, Rex is on a uh, on top of some Jenga blocks. Um, Jesse is on like those those castle blocks, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, that are, like, different colors, like, red roofs and, like, green pillars, archways, all that kind of stuff. Um, those are there. You can see Sarge saluting as well. Um, yeah, and then they also show a concept art of Slinky Dog riding past Jesse and Rex, um, with people on the ride. This is, like, the best concept art you'll ever see. It looks like they really just took real pictures and then, like, I can't describe it. But just look up these new, uh, if you're listening, uh, you know, just look up these new pictures. They look really good. Uh, it, it's better than, like, drawings because it really makes you feel like you know what this land's going to yeah, look like. Yeah, you can picture Do you it. see them? No, I was going to say, oh, like, okay. how can I... <laughs> How can I, I looked it? at it. Go to wdwnt.com. MT? NT, like oh. news. Oh, okay, okay. Should be one of the first things. I think it was just put up the other day. Let's see. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, it's like, it's literally showing people, like, walking near it, so. Yeah. You can see, like, yeah. how it'll feel more so, you know? Well, yeah, because you it, it at, puts it on the right scale, I guess. Yeah, and if you look at the uh, the Slinky Dog roller coaster one, too, 
it's like they actually put real people on this ride, like in, yeah. you know, like photoshopped them on this thing. Um, and the ride looks like it's like the actual coaster because they do have it there. So it might be that they, you know, just took a picture of this and then put people on it. It looks know, really but... neat. This is going to be a really cool land. Yeah. I'm so excited for it already. So every time they show a little bit more, I get more and more excited. For everybody complaining about Hollywood Studios not being worth it now. Well, give it till 2019. They're going to yeah. have the Mickey Runaway Rail. They're going to have Toy Story Land. And they're going to have Star Wars Land. It's going to be a whole new park. It really will. It's going to be really cool. Alright, and this is coming off Disney Parks blog here. Uh, the Extravaganza returns to Epcot. Um, but they're also having a honeybee scavenger hunt added to the guard, a flower and garden as well. So, um, they have the first details on this springtime egg uh, experience as well as all new Spike the Honeybee Scavenger Hunt is what Disney Parks blog is saying. So it looks like the eggs... Well, those look like the prize eggs because they're really small. Uh, but yeah, you know how they are. They usually hide these big eggs <laughs> in yeah, the pavilions yeah. and you have to find them. It looks like these might be the prize eggs. Um, it looks like Mickey and Minnie from the new shorts. Uh, they have Belle and Cinderella, Mike and Sully. And that's from March 16th through April 1st. Uh, you can participate in the egg extravaganza uh, for eggs that portray, uh, portray favorite Disney characters. Um, you record your discoveries on a map that you put the stickers on, and um, they can be purchased for five ninety nine. The maps and stickers, and you get you know a prize at the end. Um, also, they're having a Spikes Pollen Nation exploration, which is a scavenger hunt. Uh, Disney's favorite honeybee, Spike, has been pollinating his way around the festival, giving gardeners of any age the chance to follow his pollination trail across World Showcase at Epcot. Just pick up a garden map and stickers at the port of entry, then it's time to look for Spike. And that's from February 28th to May 28th, and that's also for $5.99. The map looks exactly like... Uh, the egg map, pretty much, but different stickers for different plants. And uh, there's Spike on top of it, yeah. So, I forget what Spike is from, but he is a he is a honeybee that they've had in, I'm pretty sure, in like shorts and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the extravaganza coming back. Uh, Club mem Club 33 memberships are currently available for purchase to Golden Oak um, residents. So, if you happen to be somebody that lives in Golden Oak and has millions of dollars <laughs> and for some reason listening to my podcast and not more popular podcasts, <laughs> then you can go get your Club 33 membership. I don't have the information on who to contact because... I am not a Golden Oak resident, so I did not look too hard at that. But, <laughs> um, got some Disneyland news as well. But first, let me just round out this Disney World news. Uh, the Disney minivans are launching a transportation service to the, um, airport. Airport, yes. So, 
if you are a uh, person that likes to use Uber-like services, but give your money to Disney instead, you want to use a... Even though it's way more expensive? Minivan. Um, yeah, but do Ubers have polka dots on the outside of them? Um, no. For half the price? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get the Disney sponsorship if you talk like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Just speaking the truth. Downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort is continuing its ambitious promenade-wide transformation in 2018. Um, they're having new venues. One of them being Blast Point. B-A-L-L-A-S-T Point will open its first Orange County location. It's a San Diego-based brewery, and it's going to be in uh, downtown Disney, Anaheim. Cool. Yeah, it's going to begin soon. Uh, apparently, it's going to be near the Catao Restaurant and Uva Bar in downtown Disney. Uh, downtown Disneyland. So that is, and that was from, I got that from WDW News Today, but I'm pretty sure that is from Parks Blog, actually. Because um, I saw it on there as well. Apparently there's going to be an All-Star Movies refurb. This is coming off WDWMagic.com. Different source here on that one. Um, yeah, they're saying that there's going to be an All-Star Resort to have major room refurbishments this year. Let me see if I can get dates on that. The new rooms uh, will look strikingly similar to the refurbished rooms at Pop Century. Uh, two queen beds, um, with one being a Murphy bed, which doubles as a table when in the upright position. So, that's according to WDW Magic. It's going to have large flat screen TVs mounted on the walls and US ports throughout. So, kind of like how, I guess, Polynesian upgraded recently and they have uh, USB ports everywhere. Mm hmm. Um, smaller mini fridges they're going to look mod more modern apparently and glass doors so you can see the contents that you put in there in case you forgot I guess um, <laughs> uh, so the completion of the movies update will be by November and then all star music will be next and then sports next after that and they're going to look all around the same types but it looks like they're getting rid of the carpet flooring they had previously and they're having like wood panels instead so it looks sleek and modern I yeah it does uh, that's the pop century room that they're showing here in the picture because it's going to look exactly like that pretty much alright and we also have some news here also with uh, there's new creatures in Mission Breakout the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland I guess they added some new creatures in the, um, some new, like, animatronics where there is, uh, where you see the collector and all that, uh, oh. you go through, I guess. So, not much there. Uh, we have some TV news. Star Wars Rebels returns February 19th on Disney XD. So, if you're a Star Wars fan, this is Rebels' last season. This will be the last block of episodes starting February 19th. All right, we're just powering through right oh. now. Okay, so did you see anything? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did you see this thing about the monorails? 
No. So it says the Disney World monorail system had, well. Um, Are you looking at the uncertain future of it? Yeah. Basically, I don't know. Did you see how, like, I guess it was a few weeks ago, one of the door was open. Stores yeah. was open. Yeah. Um, so it says, apparently this prompted Disney to install warning signs above the monorail doors, advising them to not lean against them. Um, mm. It says, but clearly that's not going to prevent it from happening again. So um, it's just kind of saying like they don't know what they're going to do long term, but that they've put those signs up just so that everybody knows not to lean against them in case it were to spring open again, I guess. That is weird. Did they ever say know. how that happened? No, no. It wasn't even that open. It oh. was a little crack. It was, I mean, it was a big crack, but it wasn't like <laughs> you could fall out of it. Oh, um, okay. Not from what I saw picture-wise. Now, I don't think that would ever, like, you know, they could ever get rid of the monorail. It's something that's the most well-known thing. Yeah, well, I was going to say that's what it says. It seems really unlikely, but... Especially because it it holds so many people. And it, yeah, it's the easiest form of transportation. Yeah. I mean, I'd be sad. My kids would be sad. They always choose the monorail over the ferry. And Zach always wants to do the ferry. It's like a three versus one. <laughs> yeah. So it basically already says in this thing that there's no way they could actually shut the monorail down. Because the ferries don't hold enough people and they what, don't own what enough you'll buses. see instead i think is that they'll just you know disneyland's gotten a new fleet recently i think you're just gonna probably see them get newer ones i mean yeah and you know what though i wouldn't be surprised if it's after 2021 because right now all their money is going to stuff like star wars land well and yeah Toy it, did, land it does say like, like most likely a new fleet of them is kind of like a couple of years away at, at the earliest yeah but I wouldn't be surprised if right after that it's uh, it's there. Yeah. Um, also, just in case if, uh, you know, next week is the Super Bowl. Oh, so maybe we'll do some cool thing for that. Like, uh, uh, maybe we'll come up with some, some cool thing, you know. <laughs> uh, having characters face off and maybe we choose our favorite characters and, like, team them up against people. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. do something like that, like a character bowl. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, um, apparently next week during the Super Bowl, because uh, our episode won't be out by then, but what I'm thinking here is I've heard that Disney might have two trailers releasing during the Super Bowl. Oh, really? Yeah, so it might be a new Black Panther TV spot. And the other rumor apparently is uh, uh, another Avengers uh, Infinity War TV spot. Uh, but some people think it could be Solo, Han Solo. Hmm. So, because we haven't seen anything of that yet still. Um, and that's only four months away. So, they got to start gearing up on that soon. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you're a big fan of either of those, uh, maybe, you know, check out the Super Bowl. Um, you know, the commercials for the Super Bowl have actually gotten worse, I feel like, recently. Um, they're not as they're not as good. Um, but... yeah. You know the best the best commercial uh, last year I thought for me was Stranger Things season two's trailer, so um, maybe something like that this year with uh, I would love to see another Infinity War trailer and you know Black Panther is actually just around the corner I think it's February sixteenth, so we'll have that and then uh, Avengers on May fourth so 
it's coming up. Everything is coming up here. And we will go over to our character of the week. Who this week is Flynn Rider. Also known as Eugene Fitzherbert. Okay. Um, every time a wanted poster for Flynn is shown, his nose looks different in the movie. Mm. Eugene is in his early to mid-twenties. And he was originally conceived as a big, burly, blonde man. So, yeah. Yeah. They changed it. <laughs> uh, apparently, here's another trivia fact. During the movie's production, he was almost an actual prince, like his fairy tale counterpart. Um, he's supposed to be like a wayward prince who hangs out with a group of bandits. Um, and then I guess that eventually evolved into... Uh, into what it is. Eventually he was going to be a British farmer named Bastion. Uh, and then when they uh, hired or cast uh, Zachary Levi, um, mm-hmm. they settled on his look because he kind of looks kind of like Zachary yeah, Levi. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so apparently the character design of Flynn came from the process called the Hot Man Meeting by Nathan Greeno and Byron Howard, during which they set up a meeting with an with all of the female employees of the studio in one room and asked them their opinions of what made a man good looking. <laughs> uh, such as eye color, hair color, style, and body type. They showed concept art and photos of other male celebrities as well. Huh. It's funny. I mean I think it'd be interesting to see all the how they begin with all these characters and how much they all change. Mm-hmm. Zachary Levi uh, auditioned for the role and got it with a British accent. Later, this idea was dropped and he read for the role in his own American accent instead. <laughs> if you want to hear him do a really good British accent, you can watch the Psych movie that came out for Christmas. He's in that? Um, yes, he's in that as the thin white duke. And he's got like blonde hair. Uh, and he does a British accent. It was pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, apparently Dan Fogler was original choice to voice Flynn. Clay Aiken was also considered. I can't see that. Yeah, I couldn't see that either. One of Flynn's original designs was used to help form Kristoff's appearance in Frozen. Uh, beginning in 2014, Flynn was one of the character silhouettes found on the wall mural at Walt Disney Animation Studios. Um, and that's about it for the trivia there. So, uh, he's also, you know, in the Tangled uh, web series. I mean, not web series. Uh, XD, uh, Disney Channel series. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And, you know, they have a short as well, what, uh, Tangled Ever After, so. Yeah, and they had a movie, I think, right? Or no? It was a, it was the first TV episode movie. of the show. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's like a movie, though. Yeah. Um, his appearances in the parks. Um, he can be found in Disneyland often in Fantasyland, they said. Uh, let's see. He appears in Mickey and the Magical Map in Fantasyland. Oh, I just whistled there while I was talking. In <laughs> Fantasyland Theater, he also appears in Mickey's Sensational Parade. He's in World of Color. Um, 
he's kind of been retired as a um, meet and greet in Florida. He's not really there a lot, but I think you can meet him at the, it doesn't say it on here, but I think you can meet him at the one on Boardwalk, right? Isn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. It's um him and Rapunzel and Ariel and Eric. Cool. Cool. All right, so I guess we'll, um, that is all of our news and our character of the week. So I guess we'll go to our last five questions. And I got some stuff to plug for the podcast as well. So, Okay. Uh, all right. Would you rather be granted a wish from the genie or the blue fairy? Genie. Why? He's more personable. Yeah. Um... With the genie, you actually get three wishes, so kind of cheating there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's Aladdin's buddy, and he's funny. So uh, Blue Fairy is kind of like a plain fairy, you know? Well, I was going to say the genie, too, because he's got, like, personality, whereas I don't feel like the Blue Fairy does. So there's nothing that sticks out about her that would make me pick her, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Lucas also picked the genie. She's um, just a pretty fairy. It's not like she's anything. Like, yeah. Um, okay, would you rather be best friends with Pascal or Dory? Uh, Dory. And why? Dory. Why? Because she has a bad memory. So she I should... can say that she did stuff and she wouldn't actually... <laughs> she wouldn't actually know. <laughs> uh, I think with... And she can talk. Pascal can't. So I'll, yeah. go, with, uh, I'll go with Dory. All right, I'd go with Pascal because I feel like he's got your back. You know, even though he can't talk, that little guy was always trying to help her out. Yeah, I guess. Nathan, or Lucas, pick Pascal, too. All right. Would you rather have the power of Mama Odie or Grandmother Willow? Um, hmm. Probably Mama Odie because I would get tired being a tree. (laughs) Standing in the same place for so long. Yeah, and you know, her... She's got to hold her branches up. Like, that's got to be tiring, having your arms up that whole time. Yeah, go with Mama Odie. I was going to say Mama Odie because I feel like she has more power than Grandmother Willow. And, you know, I think I actually like uh, Princess and the Frog more than Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah, Lucas had to ask me who Grandmother Willow was, but he still chose her over Mama Odie. Really? (laughs) He was like, I'd rather be a tree. (laughs) I don't think he knows. I don't know. Um, okay, would you rather go on a mission with Buzz Lightyear or Judy Hopps? Judy. Judy. Ooh, not what I was expecting. Well, I'm not a big Buzz fan, boy. I yeah, that's am true. Woody, alright? I, like, I look at Andy when he discards Woody like that, and I'm like, really? You know, like, Woody was your pal all the way up till you were... However old Andy is at that point, like six, seven. And (laughs) you just throw him aside for the new thing, you know? And they make Woody seem like a bad guy and like that. But, I mean, like, really, he, like, you know. So, basically, what you're saying is that you chose Judy because you dislike Buzz so much. Because you haven't said one thing about why you actually (laughs) want to choose her. I'm I'm taking a longer time to say this here. Um, But then, with Judy... uh, you get to solve crimes. We'd be doing it. I could play the Nick role because I am sarcastic like Jason Bateman and Nick. So I think I could, I think I would go with Judy Hopps and we would be, 
solving crimes, I'd make my own version of the cartoon that I want Disney to make. Which we is? Hang out together. The Disney, you know, the, the Zootopia show where they like, just solve crimes oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, That's that would what be I would a good one. Her. Yeah. So I'm going to say Judy Hopps, but because I think she kicks butt and she's pretty awesome. That's pretty much why. I mean, going on a mission, she pretty much was on a mission the whole movie. Buzz just kind of like fell into things. I don't know that well, he's really a mission. Yeah, with style, <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Buzz is kind of stupid. He is. He thought he was a real space ranger. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much I trust going with him. Uh, and she's got a good good moral compass, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. And if you flip Spanish mode on Buzz, I wouldn't understand anything. <laughs> uh, would you rather live in Arendelle or Zootopia? Ooh, Zootopia. Arendelle would be pretty cold with Elsa around. Um, uh, yeah. Zootopia looked really, like, they had so many different climates and stuff. You can find the most perfect climate for you. Um, and you just get to chill with animals that can talk and, like, stand upright. I'll go with that. Arendelle's pretty plain except for the main castle there. I mean, really, there's not much there from what we've seen. Maybe we'll see more in Frozen 2. Yeah. But in Frozen 1, you know, you really only spend that time in the actual in castle In actual gates. little area, yeah. And then the forest. And it's just, there's not much going on there. Well, I'd say Arendelle. I mean, I loved Zootopia, but I'd say Arendelle because it kind of reminds me of, well, I mean, it is overseas, but, you know, it reminds me of England in that sense, so... Well, it's supposed to remind you of Norway. Well, you know, That's but they're the all Norway kind of very there. similar. You know what I mean? Like, Norway reminds me of England. I apologize to all of our foreign listeners there. Europe. They are. <laughs> it's all, like, European city and stuff. Yeah. Castles and cobblestone roads. You mm-hmm. know. That kind of thing. And, I mean, Zootopia, they had those, like crazy animals running around yeah but once you get the mayor out of it was the mayor's assistant once you get her out of there there's no more going um savage yeah i couldn't remember what word they used what was it wasn't savage was it yeah it was it was was. okay i kept thinking rabies (laughs) i'm going rabies (laughs) is that the last one or you got another yeah no that was it oh okay well, you know, if you guys are still sticking with us there, let us know uh, what you would rather out of all of those. Um, yeah, keep it interesting. And why. You can even email us as well at behindthedreamspodcast at gmail.com. Time for me to plug some stuff for the show here. So later this week, uh, probably around Wednesday, I will be uploading a, a, a special podcast that I maybe do every six weeks to two months um which is going to be called disneypedia which is like an encyclopedia or wikipedia of a disney subject this week it's going to be the history of oswald the lucky rabbit so we are going uh i it's i wrote like an essay and i'm going to be presenting that essay on the podcast um it's kind of like a more historical look at it um so that's one of the that's going to be the first one, and the next one will probably be in another six to eight weeks. 
just to kind of switch it up and always be midweek. It's never going to take the place of an actual episode. It's its own thing. Uh, you'll see it in there too. It won't be like episode 19 like this is. It'll say like uh, Disneypedia number one. Uh, History of Oswald. Lucky Rabbit. You know. So um, it's something I'm very passionate about because he's one of my favorite characters. I have books that I used as sources for it. Um, and, you know, I watched some videos and some shorts of Oswald so uh, to prepare. So it's going to be educational if you don't know much about Oswald and you want to learn uh, about what his history was like and what makes him uh, so unique as a character then I recommend listening to it um, I'm also going to say what sort what the sources are in case if you want to learn more or um, you know get get your own looks at that uh, you'll be able to go find those books um, also I'm going to be on my friend Logan's podcast uh, next Saturday. The ooh, what day is that? Second. The third. Third. February third. I will be on Logan's. Uh, we met behind the castle. He's been on the show previously a few <laughs> times. Um, I'm going to be on there. I think we're talking about the Disney College program. So we're going to go in depth about the Disney College program. He does a segment called the Teachers Corner. Um, where he grades subjects, and I think that is the subject for next week. Um, so I just have if to you... say, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you said that, I mean, I get it. His podcast is called that, but the way you flew into that conversation, you're like, I'm going to be on my friend Logan's podcast. We met behind the castle. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what the podcast called. We met behind I the know, castle. I know, I know, but um, it just sounded like that's where you guys met. It was just kind of funny. <laughs> No, we actually met uh, in front of Splitsville. Uh, that should be what... If we do a podcast, we should call it that. <laughs> we met in front of Splitsville. Um, so, yeah, we are going to be talking about the Disney College program. If you are of college age and listening and you wanted to know what it's about or, you know, your kid's coming up to college age and they're a big Disney fan, um, we'll give you all the good tips and all the uh, deep knowledge that we have because we've both done two programs there. Um, to let you know what to, what it's like um, in case if you wanted to bring that up to your kid or if you're, you're looking into it. I was always told about the Disney College program from when I would walk around in Epcot and talk to all mm-hmm. the British people at the British Pavilions. Um, they told me about it. They said I should do it. I come home one time and I'm just on Twitter and I saw Disney um, tweet it, you know, like sign up. Um, it was from the Disney College Program handle, I think. I ended up following it just because I was really interested. And it was one of the best decisions of my life. Um, really cool uh, experience. And um, I just applied on a whim thinking I wouldn't get in. And I got in. So it's one of those things where you might feel like you're not actually going to get chosen. But you can. Um, I'm somebody that never wins anything or never gets chosen for anything. Always pick last for dodgeball. Uh, so, if and you, you got chosen are, twice. yeah, I got chosen twice. I think it's easier the second time, really, because they already yeah. know that they pick somebody good. If you have a good record and you don't call out a lot, it's pretty good to get in there again. I think. Um, so yeah, if you ever been interested in, it, I'm going to go in depth about it on uh, Logan's podcast. Uh, we met behind the castle. So, 
Uh, also check him out anyway, because he does some reviews over there for some of the restaurants. I think he just did one recently for the Edison. So um, I know we haven't had a chance to eat at Edison. Uh, no, I am dying uh, to get over there and try their apple crisp, though. Oh, they showed, okay. Somebody shared a picture of it on Instagram. It looks so good. Well, you should listen to Logan's podcast. I know he, I don't know much about the Edison really, but I learned a lot from him and, you know, he went one of the first days that it was there and did a whole thing about it. I think that was episode six. I recommend that. He also took an in-depth look at Anastasia. He saw that on Broadway. And now that Disney is buying Fox, he states a case on why Disney should do a version of Anastasia. Um, I agree. Now, so, uh, so yeah, take a look at it. Uh, if you never listened to it, I'm going to be on there as well. And I'll promote the show on there as well for his listeners. But um, also check out the Oswald podcast. That's going to be around this week. I'm probably recording that tomorrow. And um, I don't know how long it's going to be. Like I said, I wrote eight and some pages <laughs> for it. But um, if I speed through it, like I'm talking real fast right now, then it'll be like five minutes long. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes, I guess. But yeah, so I guess where can people uh, find you at? Um, on Instagram at Adventures A L. G-U-I-R-E Adventures and the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. And our Twitter is at BT Disney Podcast. Our Facebook is Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast. Our email is Behind the Dreams Podcast at gmail.com. We do have a YouTube channel, Behind the Dreams Podcast. I am working on finally beating that Mickey game, but the last five levels are killing me. So (laughs) (laughs) they've been tough. Tough tough five levels there so I'll, I'll get that done and hopefully get that part up and i'm i might start streaming on twitch as well with um i bought this disney afternoon collection it has the old school platformers of ducktales tailspin um rescue rangers i think um darkwing duck anyway it's got like all these old school games on it um so i might stream that as well and we are also on stitcher soundcloud and itunes Please rate us on iTunes Store. It helps people find us. I think that's everything for this week. Sounds Pretty good. tight show. Pretty tight show this week. All right. So I guess we will catch you all next week. Uh, actually, hopefully I catch you midweek here with the Oswald Podcast. But uh, I'll catch you all next week, and uh, I guess we'll see you later. See you later. Low battery. <laughs> see you soon.